hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Football Rant, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. Before we get into this episode, I just want to go over a little housekeeping. All right, guys? Um, Right now, you'll find me on Instagram and uh, Facebook. I'm also going to be way more active now on YouTube. I've been hinting at some things, and I'm finally narrowed down to what I want to do. So I want to break it down to you right now. Uh, On YouTube... I will be downloading all reaction episodes from here on out. You guys seem to be loving every reaction episode I put out and every quick hitter episode I put out are off the charts, both of them. So I will start with reaction episodes and I will probably start putting quick hitters on there as well. Um, Fantastic. The response you guys have been giving me lately is off the charts. I just want you guys to know I really, really appreciate your support. So with that, go to um, uh, YouTube and like and subscribe. And also go to Spotify and leave a star review. Uh, Hopefully it's a five-star review. Follow there as well. And hit me up on the DM and I will send you new stickers And I have wrist bracelets, the ones that old Lance Armstrong used to have. But they are blue with the Michigan Maniac uh, on it. And let's face it, this is the football ramp, but we are all Michigan Maniacs. I will do that for free. You just got to hit me up, let me know where I need to send them, and I will do it for just simply thanking you for supporting me. Also, if you go to... um, Spotify in the bio you can hit uh, the voicemail voicemail Mondays is going to be a thing please leave your voicemail and I will create a whole episode around whatever voicemails I get if I don't get any voicemails it'll continue just be ask me anything either way I'm hoping that you guys get involved I want to be more uh, retro I want to be more active with you guys okay also you go to the bio in Spotify and you can support this podcast for a mere four ninety nine a month. I think there's three options, ninety nine cents, four ninety nine, and nine ninety nine. Either one, I really don't care either one you want. You go ahead and support this podcast and it will allow me to buy shirts, hats, and all the other stickers and uh bracelets that I can pay for. That's all I want to do is just give back to the Maniac Society that has been so good to me. So I appreciate you guys. Go through all this. If you can, let me know, and I will give back to you as much as I possibly can. Thank you so much for being the greatest audience ever. I mean, you guys have been fantastic. Um, To me, you always be the silent majority. There's a few of you I hear from constantly, but the numbers have just been increasing and it is fantastic it is getting to the point um it's getting to the point where we are almost pre-covid numbers and that's exciting and i have only you to thank so thank you very much guys once again go to youtube go to spotify like and subscribe on both leave a review on both Hit me up on the DMs, and I will send you new stickers and new rubber bracelets. You go and support me on the bio in Spotify. Pick any one of the three that is off, that is offered, and I will also send you a hat. Once the, the new hats come out, I want you to...
um, there was something in the air because all the supposedly great teams struggled today. Not that I'm trying to make any excuses for Michigan because I'm about to tear into them. But, uh, well, offensively anyways. Um, so just in the maniac power five that I had, FSU, Florida State, barely beat Boston College, 31-29. Probably shouldn't have beat them. Um, Georgia struggled in the first half and won 24-14. Um, Notre Dame looked pretty good, 41-17, not bad. They are probably the most, out of the top, out of my top five, they were probably the most solid out of the five. And then Texas right now, last time I checked, they were up 17-10, going into the fourth quarter with Wyoming. Wyoming. This is one of the main reasons why I don't think the the uh, top 25, or at least the top 10, should be revealed until about, I don't know, midway through the season, because you don't know what the hell you got. I mean, Bama won 17 to three to South Florida. And they didn't look great doing that either. 17 to 3? I mean, we won what, 31 to 6? <sighs> Not great, man. Not great whatsoever. Um, let's go into the Big Ten. So let's go with one that I just. It'll make me feel good having to talk about all this shit to start off with this one. <laughs> Michigan State ultimately. Just being Michigan State, doing Michigan State things, being all spartied up, uh, <laughs> they lost 41-7. But the great part of this is, I know you're going to say, well, they were up to 35 to nothing at half. What happened in the second half? Who cares? Here's the, here's the, great, the great detail of this one. They allowed... 713 total yards, a school record. I mean, Michael Penix, uh, I've got notes everywhere. Michael Penix threw for 473 yards and four touchdowns. If you see me looking off stage, or off stage, like I'm on the comedy stage, I'm watching the Colorado, Colorado State game right now. Uh, I've got some notes on that too as well, but um, fantastic. I mean, Michigan State losing that embarrassingly is, it just feeds my soul. It makes me feel so much better about what happened today. Um, Iowa doing Iowa things at what, 41 to 10. Um, Cade McNamara, uh, nine for 19, 103, two touchdowns and two interceptions. Cade McNamara in a nutshell. I mean, who cares, right? Um, Rutgers, though. I I literally am going to rewatch. Well, not even rewatch. I'm going to watch that Rutgers game. I had it. I I had it DVR'd. Uh, I had didn't have a chance to watch it today. It worked, and then I got home and right for the Michigan game. Um, Thirty-five to seven. I think it was no thirty-five sixteen. I mean, it wasn't a devastating win, but uh, their running back had 16 carries, 143, and three touchdowns, along with 55. That made me feel a lot better about us playing them, only because, listen, 
they're not running for that against our defensive line. Our defensive line is legit. Like, it's amazing. It's really amazing. Um, so I'm not really, I'm not really worried about that right now. Um, Ohio struggled at first, then did what Ohio should do against Western Kentucky. 63 to 10. I think after midway through the second, it was 14 to 10. So, mm, I still don't think they figured anything out. I really don't. Next week, though, that's going to be the game to watch. Notre Dame, Ohio, that's it. I think Notre Dame's 10, 14 points better than Ohio right now. Maybe I'm wrong, but what does it matter if I'm wrong? I mean, they win, big deal. We assume Ohio's going to win every game up until they play us anyway, so... Who cares if I think they're going to win at or they're going to lose at least two other games? I think they're probably going to lose at least two to three games before they play us. Depending on if if Wisconsin shows up. Because I think they're going to lose to Notre Dame. I think they're going to lose to Penn State. And I think they're going to, after this Penn State game though, I don't know. I got to change that. I'm sorry. I, I want to really just shit all over Ohio, but Penn State did nothing to make me feel better about them being a solid challenger for the Big Ten title this year at all. I mean, let's talk about that. They won 30. Let me, so I want to get this down right. They won 30 to 13 or something like that. Just so you know, they won 30 to 13, five turnovers, 20 points off those turnovers. So if they play a legit offense that won't turn the ball over, and let's face it, out of the four interceptions that I saw, one of them was legit a decent interception. The other three were just as if he was throwing to a Penn State defensive back. Like, oh, he's part of my team. Boom, there he is. Uh, the only one I'm talking about is where the guy is like facing the wide receiver and turns around, oh, it's right in my face. I don't know. Is that a quality interception when the alternative is it just hits you in the back of the head? I don't know if that's quality. So 20 points off of, off of five turnovers and you win only 30 to 13, right? If any of those turnovers didn't happen, you lose that game. Let's say two of those five turnovers. And I mean, five is a lot. I mean, that just goes to show you that Illinois sucks because, well, let's face it, they're part of the Big Ten West. They stink. I mean, no, uh, Nebraska, Northwestern, uh, Wisconsin isn't great. Uh, I mean, they beat Georgia Southern. Woo-ho, they beat Georgia Southern. Whoopie-doo! Uh, I mean, Nebraska, I, none of these, Iowa's the really the only true um, Big West team, Big Ten West team that I think even has a chance. Well, they don't have a chance against anybody in the East, but they, they have the best odds of winning the West. Let's just put it that way. Um, they stink. All of them stink. I mean, Minnesota, not good. Uh, Nebraska, not good. Uh, Illinois, not good. Northwestern, forget about it. Wisconsin, no. 
Iowa, okay. And like I told you, Kate McNamara is going to do Kate McNamara things and lift them at least seven points higher than what they would normally score against any other team that they did last season. And that's what he's doing currently. So he's living up to everything I thought he'd be. Average. Um, he annoys me, by the way, right? Is there anybody else more annoyed? I mean, like we as a fan base should be more annoyed by, by Cade McNamara, right? Just shut up and leave the, leave the program. I get it. You feel like you were slighted. I understand. You help us beat Ohio State for the first time in, what, two decades? And then we have a much better quarterback come in and replace you. I get it. You're going to be salty. That's the way it goes. But leave at least gracefully. And the way he, I just, he so annoys me. He's so spoiled. And he's been told from such a young age that he's the god of football. I mean, you broke records in Nevada. I mean, if you broke passing records in Texas or Tennessee or Georgia or somewhere where football is really football, I'd be like, wow, that's, you're amazing. You broke records in Vegas. Vegas. Vegas is known for hookers and gambling. And you broke high school passing records in Vegas. Who gives a bleep? Seriously, who cares? Um, so the Big Ten, I really don't know if we have a great solid team, to be quite honest. I was, but then again, man, I told, Bama's not good. Uh, Georgia struggled today. Georgia's probably the odds-on favorite because at, towards the end, they really just strangled South Carolina. Um, but let's, enough. You guys don't want to hear about college football. Let's talk about Michigan. <sighs> 31-6. I told you Blake Corum would get back on, on track, and he did. I mean, it wasn't 120, but he had 101. And two touchdowns, I think it was. Um, let me double check. Yeah, two touchdowns. 12 carries, 101. That's not bad. 12 carries, 101, and, and two touchdowns. A pretty good day. But what the one thing that I've noticed, well, actually two things that I noticed. Two things that really um, screwed us today. And mark this down, 11.09 right now in this podcast. Um... One, Sharon Moore is not an OC. He isn't. Now, I'm sure, now, I'm not saying he's not going to make a great head coach, because I think he will. I just, I've listened to him a numerous amounts of interviews. I think he's a smart, I think he knows what he's doing. I think he can do a jack-of-all-trades type of thing, but he's not an OC. He just isn't. Our offense looked million times better when he did not have one hand in calling any of the plays. So he should just be a figurehead head coach because he's not he's not an OC. And then JJ reading his own press clip, his own press clippings, and thinking that he's the Messiah. When listen, he's great. He could be the best Michigan quarterback we've ever had. But stop reading the press clippings, kid. You all three of those all three of those interceptions were retarded. Oh, sorry. R-worded because the first one, 
I didn't, I, at first I thought the first one was a bad play design because you've got the tight end doing a hook in the end zone and just sitting there with the defender right behind him. And then you have Roman Wilson trailing deeper in the end zone. And then JJ trying to hit Roman Wilson deep in the end zone. I thought bad play design. Actually, it's just a bad play call or just a bad read by JJ McCarthy. Because if your tight end who's 6'5", turns around and is ready for the ball, the 5'10 to 6'2 defender who's already behind him can't catch the ball, can't break up the ball, can't do anything. I'm going to, slim chance that he could, but I'm going to take the risk and throwing it to my tight end than trying to hit Roman deep in the end zone when there's a defender between me and and Roman. Like when you have nobody in front of the tight end. Bad call by JJ. Second one was just, what were you thinking? I, I just want anybody to answer this question. In the 80s when San Francisco, and I don't want you to look anything up. I want you to think of it real quick. If you're a real football fan, you'll think of this. In the 1980s when the San Francisco 49ers were really killing it, who was the third wide receiver in that in that wide receiving core? Yeah, no one knows, right? You couldn't tell me. You couldn't tell me who the third wide receiver was because there Joe Montana never threw to it. JJ is trying to force a ball into his high school buddy, Tyler Morris, to maybe it wasn't a bet. Maybe it was Tyler Morris gave him his food card for the week. Maybe Tyler Morris lost, maybe JJ lost a bet to Tyler Morris. I don't know what JJ was doing, but forcing a ball on that second interception to Tyler Morris with, when Roman Wilson, the number one guy, the one that has, who's tied for second place in college football, with the most touchdown receptions is open and you try to force it to your high school buddy? Like, I'm not looking for you to have friendships, JJ. I'm not. I don't care if the rest of your team fucking hates your guts. I want you to make the best play that puts the ball further down for Michigan. And if we score a touchdown because you throw the most predictable pass to Roman Wilson, who was wide mother effing open, then that's what you effing do. You don't throw it to your buddy who you and him went out and had beers in high school and you guys ditched science class. I don't care about that. If I never hear Tyler, Morris, Tyler Morris's name again, it'll be too soon. I don't care about him. He can't make a catch to save his life. Is he the Andrew Anthony 2.0? Maybe. We'll talk about him in a minute. Which, by the way, getting away from Michigan might have been the best thing he's ever done. But never again throw to Tyler Morris. Never. Interception. And then the other two, he couldn't even catch the ball. Wide open. Couldn't catch the ball. Why? Wide open. Couldn't catch it. Put a hand on it. Made it look like he was trying. <gasps> Made it look like he was trying. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Never again. Throw to Roman Wilson. He's wearing the number one. 
Jim Harbaugh himself went to this kid's room, risking all the bad whatever to get to this kid's room and say, listen, I need you. Did you ever think about being number one? Be the number one. I don't think Jim Harbaugh even knows Tyler Morris's fucking name. That's why he's trying to be Ronnie Bell and Roman Wilson's trying to live up to the greats. Braylon Edwards, um, David Terrell, Alexander. I mean, there's so many number ones that you could try to be like. Roman's doing it. Tyler Morris is trying to be Ronnie Bell. I love Ronnie Bell. He's doing great for the 49ers. He did great when he was with us. But he's not Braylon Edwards. He's not even fucking David Terrell. Don't throw it to Taylor Morris, Tyler Morris anymore. Then the third one, uh, dude, you're not John Elway. You're not, uh, you're not Pat Mahomes yet. You're just not. You you might. You absolutely might. You're so talented. Throw the effing ball out of bounds and play the next god dang down. Quit trying to be like, I'm J.J. McCarthy and I can make any pass I put my mind to. No, because last time we saw that, it was two pick sixes against a mediocre TCU defense and we couldn't even beat that. How about we not do that, okay? How about you just play smart guy ball, which you are very capable of doing, and throwing it out of mother effing bounds. Bolt, three of the dumbest... I mean, these were so dumb, they were Nebraska Jeff Sims dumb interceptions. So, moving forward, if Michigan is going to get to the national title game, in my humble opinion, Sharon Moore concentrates solely on the offensive line and the run game. You and, you and Hart mix it up, talk about whatever you got to talk about. Because you're really good at those things. Offensive coordinator, you're not. In my opinion, you're not. Prove me wrong. I hope to God you prove me wrong. I hope this is the dumbest opinion I ever had. I hope I really am done with this. But you're not an OC. You're not. You could be a great head coach. Because you could just be a figurehead like Dion. Dion's a figurehead. Dion's not calling plays. Just so you guys know, Dion's not calling any plays for fucking Colorado. He's just the inspirational dude. Um, do that. Be that guy. You can be that guy. Just don't be a offensive coordinator. And JJ quit being a hero. Quit it. Just give, just do what. See, that's why I think JJ had a bad, now listen, he played hero ball. I've said this for the last two, three minutes. But if you have shitty plays called to you, and you're trying to do what's best, are you know, like you're trying to make chicken shit out of, are you trying to make chicken salad out of chicken shit? Mm, okay. Sharon Moore's calling in chicken shit and he's trying to make chicken salad and it's not working. And how, and like, how much did this look like last season's Michigan team, but worse almost with Sharon Moore? Man, get Campbell in there and let him be the OC. Just let him be the OC. Um, 
Corum, amazing. I, I'm very happy to see him play. Um, maybe we should get Donovan Edwards as a uh, wide receiver until he can figure out how to run the ball. Um, this is the most depressed I've been after a 31-6 win. I don't, I just, I just saw so much stupid shit tonight that I can't, our defense, by the way, amazing. Literally, good luck trying to run anything on our defense. Good luck. It's not going to happen. You can try all you want. That's not going to happen. Um, and once we have Rod, Rod Moore and Will, and Will Johnson back in there, good night on the deep passing game. Uh... Our defense is so good. It is so good. Um, the best in the Big Ten. I think uh, Penn State's right up there. The right underneath us. Ohio. So, I mean, the three best teams are still the three best teams in the Big Ten. I mean, it doesn't change. Michigan, Penn State, Ohio, in my opinion. That's how it should play out. Um, but, yeah, I I don't know. No one can be happy that this game happened the way it did. JJ should be disgusted with himself because those were three of the worst interceptions I've seen him make. Uh, Sharon, more please. For us. And for JJ's uh, overall development. Stop calling plays. Just stop it. Just stop, Just stop doing it. Kirk Campbell is... The man, and I think he, like I told you, that's one of my, that is one of my um, outrage or whatever predictions, is that he's he's the uh, Mike McDonald of the offense. Sharon Moore, get, stop it. This is, it, it was embarrassing tonight. It's, it was embarrassing. Stop it. Just focus on being a great head coach, and I think you're going to be. I can't wait. And I'll close with this one. Um. Dion, right now, the Colorado Buffaloes are losing at halftime, 21-14. I worry that the way the media cycle works now is that they build up these teams and say, oh, my God, he's doing things that have never been done. Look what he's doing. Bro, he beat TCU, has an awful defense, and then he beat Nebraska. And Jeff Sims... One of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen play football. And is no longer playing this week. He's been benched. He had, what, four turnovers personally in the first half. And Colorado was barely winning 10 to 3. This, the score could be completely wrong. I think it was like 10 to 3 at halftime. After four turnovers. And they could only be up 10 to 3. They're losing to Colorado State at halftime. What I worry is, I love what Prime's doing right now. I I actually kind of, because I'm a Colorado guy, so I'm glad to see Colorado do well. I mean, I, they haven't done well since the 90s, in my opinion. So to see what he's doing, it's impressive. But all this overhyping of him is only going to build him up. And then when he plays, God forbid, what if he loses tonight? He loses to CSU? CSU, you guys have built them up to be a juggernaut. 
Heisman's everywhere you look. Everywhere you look. If they lose to Colorado State tonight, does more damage to what he's trying to do to build up a program. And I know he's flamboyant. I know he's blusterous. I know he's all those things. But I worry because if he loses tonight, he's not going to beat Oregon. He's not going to beat Oregon. Oregon's going to put, they're going to beat him by 20, maybe even 30. Because Colorado can't run. They can't stop the run. And their passing game tonight looks embarrassing. So, um, and then USC. <sighs> They're bull worthy. But all this hype to make them seem greater than they are, I just think it's going to be more harmful than it is good. So, um, I'm going to get out of here. I mean, I don't know. Our defense looked amazing. I mean, unstoppable at some points. I mean, who? how are you going to stop any of these guys? Cam Good is killing dudes. So, it is what, 31-6. One of the more depressing 31-6 wins I've ever seen in my life. Um, I'm going to re I'm going to actually watch that Rutgers game. So the pregame, the big game pregame should be interesting because I'm going to have a definite opinion on that. If they're solely a running game, I'm not that worried about it. I, I really am not worried about it. If you've got to put your, put the game into that, that quarterback's hands, it's probably going to look a lot like last season in the second half. Um, but that's it guys. Thank you so much. So much. The numbers have been skyrocketing. I mean, even in a boring a non-conference, the numbers have been skyrocketing so far this season. And it's all to you. I mean, I thank you so much. I mean, please push the memes that I've been making. Because I'll be honest, I have the best memes in the biz. There's nobody making better memes than me. Nobody. Nobody. I don't care who it is. Nobody. There might be one or two that are equal to me, but none of them are making better memes than me. Uh, this is, I think, to me, the best Michigan podcast there is. Um, but thank you. I just, my goal is to get a thousand downloads uh, for my reaction episode. Hell, a thousand downloads for all my episodes. But still, thank you so much. And share, share with everybody and anybody who will listen to my crazy voice for 27 minutes. Um, thank you so much. I'm on all social media. Uh, find me and listen, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. It is. It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, guys, go blue.